till these set is finished We'll never stop, we'll never quit We'll never drop, till it's over with We'll never stop, we'll never quit We'll never drop, until these set is Good day everybody, good day, good day Hope everybody out here listening to this podcast has had a good day Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You learn something today. Whether it's a trial, tribulation, hard fall, downfall, upscale, low scale, something a blessing, something in grace, a lesson, um, whatever it may have been. I hope that it was thoroughly, thoroughly blessed by God. A message was delivered and that you learned something and got blessed by it you are tuned in to the blue book brought to you by secret ministries and hosted by your boy blue what a day today what a day here in las vegas nevada it is getting hot holy cow hot holy cow hot that's what i call it holy cow hot it is starting to get up there. My phone today when I was out and about doing my job was letting me know of excessive heat warning, which is never good. Okay, so the heat is definitely on its way. I don't know how it is around the nation or world, um, but here in Las Vegas, it is definitely uh, starting to heat up. So I hope everyone in Las Vegas who hears this podcast is keeping cool. I'm staying in your house. Again, we're here in Vegas. We are in lockdown still, theoretically. And we are hoping that we can get this pandemic under control so people can go back to somewhat of a profitable life. We'll see how that works out. Okay. I say this to everyone out there who are watching the news, listening to things, please use your judgment. Do not listen to people who don't know what they're talking about. When you listen to advice about what can be good for you, what you should do, basic essentials is vitamins. If you feel a little stuffy, you feel a little sore throat, you feel anything like that, take Dayquil, Nightquil, and other uh, medications like that that will definitely help you vitamins help you um, obviously cleansiness is helping you too but uh, please do not listen to people who have no idea what they're talking about doctors scientists and others um, have given plenty of precautionary things to do um, we just gotta keep following them and hope for the best with that said today is going to be a very interesting word. We're going to be in the Old Testament today. Um, we're going to be studying out of a book that many people uh, don't really consider or know about too well. But we are going to first pledge. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whom's kingdom it stands. One Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life, liberty to all who believe. Amen. 
it's very important that we understand a few things about what we're talking about during these podcasts, these messages, stuff like that, because it's easy to get complacent. Um, complacency happens when you don't don't consider things on a very on, on a level you need to. Okay, and what I mean by that is that every time we do a message, that message is for you to absorb for you to look for yourself because the the scripture is in the the details Um, and it's important for you to definitely keep in mind that God I, I interpret what God wants me to convey through his word I am not you know anything more special than anyone else I am just a person that God is using and I'm doing this to the glory of God keep that in mind okay anyway we're going to be in the Bible whether that is whether you have a laptop desktop iPad iPod um, Android or the book, good book itself. We're going to be in the Old Testament. The book is called Ecclesiastes. Very big word. Ecclesiastes. Um, in the Amplified Version, we're going to be on page 737, I believe. Yep. Okay. We're going to be in chapter 3, verse 14. And before we do that, I will pledge our prayer. I pledge, allegiance, I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word, a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Its words I will hide in my heart that I might not sin against God. Father, I ask you right now to bless your word, to bless what is going on in this word, that we have the privilege to be able to read it, be able to focus on it, to be able to interpret it the way you want us to interpret it what you want us to go about learning and hearing what you have to say we ask the Holy Spirit to flow through this book that we get the meat and potatoes of what you want us to know and we drink of the Spirit as we read lead us, guide us and direct us in your ways in your word thank you Father in Jesus name Amen Amen so we are in Chapter 3, verse 14. Okay. So, in the Amplified Version, and regardless of what version you have, it doesn't make a difference. You can have any version of the Bible you choose to have. Whatever helps you digest the word better, whatever comprehension fits you best, is good for you. And that's what we're going to go with. I will go through several different uh, translations. Some of them I will not read just because they say the exact same thing. I will tell you which ones they are, though, as we go through them. If something does change and we have a different translation, we will definitely break it down and discuss if there is a discussion needed. But we go through a lot of them. So 
let's see what the Amplified has to say first. Verse 14, I know that whatever God does, it endures forever. Holy cow, right off the bat, not even a question about it. I know whatever God does, endures forever. There is no question about that. No question about that. Everything God does has staying power, lasting power, forever power. Okay, unless he changes it. Okay, he changes things with how he fits. How he sees fit. But what he does endures forever. It doesn't fade. It doesn't go away. Okay. Nothing can be added to it nor taken away from it. Now this is very, very interesting regarding people liking to take things away from God's word. Or take or, or give or whatever the case is. Okay. The Bible is 66 books. Okay. In one book. It may seem not seem that way because we're so used to having all 66 in one book. That's why the book's big. Okay? But if you took the, the, the original translation of the Bible, there are 66 individual books. Okay? Why did God do that? He had 66 reasons. Mm -hmm. I'm sure if you're a really deep theologian and you study until the ends of the earth i'm sure you can you'll find a reason somewhere in all that why he has 66 books i myself do not know why there are 66 books he chose he chose to give you 66 reasons to believe in him stories concepts um metaphors parables um whatever the case may be in this wonderful 66 book bible he gave that to you to learn and to understand and it is a living book no other book does what this book does. No other book. It brings peace. It brings interest. It brings tranquility. It brings liberty. It has every source of interest a human being can have in this book. The stories, the lessons, the whatever it is that is in here you get out of it, it gets it because it's alive. The word is alive. It's God's word. That's why it's called a B-I-B-L-E. Because instruction before leaving earth. The difference with it is, is that you cannot eat the whole thing in one shot. The Bible is meant to be eaten in pieces. And not in just any piece. You have to be... You, you can read the Bible and be a scholar and not get anything out of it. How we do it here on the Blue Book is we read it within the spirit realm. I pray over the Bible... I pray that whatever meaning we get out of it, we get out of it, and we do what we do. That's what we do. God speaks his message through this Bible according to what he wants this message tonight to be. Today, today, tonight, this evening, this morning, to be. Okay? We're starting off strong. Right off the bat. No questions asked. I know that whatever God does endures forever. Nothing he can be added to it nor taken away from it. You cannot take books away from the Bible. It's 66. You can't add more books to it. It's 66. Other religions, beliefs, and whatever else may be out there likes to try to take away and add to. Then why are there so many translations? Because everyone's different. What I understand out of this Amplified Bible that's in front of me right now is not what you're going to understand if you can if, if you chew on it, necessarily. If you do, hallelujah. If not, there are several translations 
that may fit you better that may be more better and more comprehensive to you that doesn't mean it's wrong that just means that God is trying to find the right congruency to you so that you can understand what he's saying better or this or that people that will different different authors and more crooked and I don't care who authors the Bible because the only author is God man can write whatever he wants to write but when it comes to the Bible man doesn't write it God writes it God tells who he's having write the Bible what he wants to write simple enough of that okay so and God does it so that men will relevantly fear him revere and worship him knowing that he is again God does it so that men will reverently fear him revere and worship him knowing that he is that's also going to be in uh, Psalms 19.9 and James 1.17 people have a very interesting concept about God especially when it comes down to fearing God because the word fear is 99.9% known as a negative thing God does not say fear him in the same fear that you have for negative issues, stress, worry, um, depression, and other things. The fear of God, the fear of God is strictly respect. Okay, that's why for me, I have a hard time referring to God as a fear, although I do say it every time we end this podcast, I always say fear God. I should say respect God because God is over this entire planet. He made it. He designed it. Yes, he is per, a, a pretty hard, hard nose when it comes down to things because God has very little mercy on sin. Um, that's why Jesus is extremely important because without Jesus, we'd all be in a lot of trouble. You understand what I'm saying? So, point being, is that the fear of God is a respect thing. Respect his power, respect who he is, respect what he does, respect how he does it. That's the fear he is speaking of. The fatherly fear. The forever, everlasting, all-revering fear. Father of everlasting, anointed, revere. I don't know if that made any sense, but it just sounded good. Okay. He is res- to be respected. He earned that as the creator of this universe. Okay. So when this thing, when this Bible says, reverently fear him, that doesn't mean fear him out of scare. As, oh my gosh, he's the boogeyman. That's not what this thing is meaning revere and worship him you gotta understand god is a very jealous god okay and anything you place ahead of him is going to be not welcomed at all okay it's not going to be welcomed at all the reason why god says he doesn't want graven images on earth of anything in heaven or on earth 
is because he don't want you to look at it as a god. Because then you see an actual figure and you end up worshipping the figure, not the spirit. People get caught up in different gods. Small gods everywhere. Money, possessions, um, and whatever else you can possibly put into a worship. And that becomes your worship. That becomes your God. God's like, no. Me. Only me. That's it. No more. Me. You understand? Jesus isn't that way. Jesus is all about following his path. You see, Jesus is all about following his path. That's all he's about. That's why I say, fear God, follow Jesus, and let the Holy Spirit flow. Because you have to, you must understand when it comes to the Trinity, the Godhead. Okay, there's three elements in one: the fear of the supervisor, which is respect; the following of the intercessor, which is the man, the myth, the legend; and then. The flowing of the spirit that he left behind when he went to heaven, which helps you not only deal with situations, but helps you perform miracles of God. Just because you put hands on somebody and something changes doesn't mean you did it. You let the spirit, the Holy Spirit flow through you and the Holy Spirit made the miracle happen. He used you as a vessel. There's a lot of things people can do in the Holy Spirit that is just unbelievable. That's what they that's what they called Jesus a magician or an illusionist because those things that he was doing with the Holy Spirit was just unlike anything ever seen. And he was he was singular. I've heard before on a, on a song, a hip hop song, that they they called it the scandal or um, the hoax because it was very definitive that God is God, Jesus is Jesus, Jesus is God, and that's it. There was no other gods of this, gods of that. All that was nonsense. It was either Jesus made it known that I am who I am, and God is my Father, and I'm at the right hand of God. Period. And then when Jesus died, gave his life, rose in three days, and put on the earth, and then on May 31st, he left the earth and gave us the Holy Spirit. He took the Holy Spirit and said, here, here's how you're going to do this. I am up here now, but my presence will always be here because the Holy Spirit reigns. Fear God. In other words, respect him. Okay? That's the main thing I, you can get out of this, is respect the Lord. Okay? And worship Him. Revere Him. Worship Him. He's not... See, this is the thing when it comes to the Word of God. People love to say he's forcing me to worship him. He don't force you to do anything. In the end of the time, when you go to be to heaven, it's going to be a different ball game, but it's out on earth, he's giving you the option. Don't worship no worship him. That's your choice. And I heard this also 
in a message that I heard while long ago. I'd rather walk with God and live the best life possible with Him and let Him handle my worries and Him handle my problems and Him and do everything to the glory of God and get blessed and find out later that He doesn't exist then live like He doesn't exist and find out later He does and regret every moment of it. That's a gamble I am not taking. And that's exactly the reason why I do this, this these messages because I want people to literally understand the concept of you got a choice to make in life you either walk of God or believe in God walk of Jesus and let the spirit flow or you don't now when you're really walking with God or walking with Jesus following his example and believing in God yes you're going to stumble it is not an easy walk by no means persecution is everywhere you're going to deal with things but the yoke is easy and the burden is light people are like I don't want to believe in God I don't want to follow Jesus I don't want any of that because I don't want someone to tell me what to do I don't want see you're, you're people that say those type of nonsense things are not wanting to own up they don't want to let God in because they feel very vulnerable letting something they can't see into their life they'll let many people come in and out of their lives all they want but they will not let God in because they feel that that is just too out there for them okay fine be that way there will come a time where you're going to be in a situation where you're going to be calling out to God God help me and God is no respect to our person. He, he will do what he needs to do through who he needs to do it through. And he will get to you in time. In time. So, let's see. What do we have going on here? Okay. So, in the NIV version, it says, I know that everything God does will endure forever. Nothing can be added to it and nothing taken from it. God does it so that people will fear him. He lets things happen so that people can see it and unrespect him. That's an NIV. ESV version. I perceived that whatever God does endures forever. My perception. I see it. I see it for myself. Nothing can be added to it nor taken or anything taken from it. God has done it so that people fear before him. Very simple. King James Version. I know that whoever God doeth whatever God doeth it shall be forever nothing can be put to it nor anything taken from it and God do doeth it that men shall fear before him he does things so you can see that he's there the NASB I know that everything God does will remain forever there is nothing to add or do it and there is nothing to take from it for God has so worked that men should fear him makes sense to me NLT version and I know that whoever whatever God does is final this is it this is the final straw I do it is done 
Nothing can be added to it or taken from it. God's purpose is that people should fear him. Again, we're not talking about the fear as in scare or fear as respect. The Father eternally always reveres. He will revere you. He will look at you in a good way, but respect him. That's what the fear is. Don't get it, don't get it to us. Don't misunderstand it. Okay? CSB version. I know that everything God does will last forever. There is no adding to it or taking from it. God works so that people will be in awe of him. There's a different word. Awe of him. Better word for it. Okay, let's see what we got going on here. What else is a little different here? Okay, same thing in the third millennium Bible. Same. Uh, mm -hmm. Revised standard, same. Revised standard version. Blah, blah, blah. Same stuff. Okay, let's see. Mm -hmm. Same thing. Nothing to do out of the. Dorian Rhymes, okay, Orthodox Jewish, anything there? Uh, no. Let's see. Okay. I know that whatever God does, nurse forever, nothing can be added to it, nor taken away from it. God done this so that all should stand in awe before him. That's in a new revised standard version. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for something that doesn't have the word fear in it. Because fear is a powerful word. Here it is. I look. I found it. The New International Reader's Version. I know that everything God does will f last forever. Nothing can be added to it, and nothing can be from it. God does this so men have, will have respect for Him. That's what I wanted to, wanted to get to. Respect for Him. The word fear, I know, is overused in my opinion on this, but it's not what I'm feeling the translation to be. I understand what God is saying by it, and I'm trying to convey that in this in this message, but it really, really translates in my spirit to being a respect thing. Because I don't want to feel the word fear on God. I don't want to fear him that way because the word fear is like a curse word. Once you say it, you can't unsay it. You say a curse word and you're trying to make a point. Yeah, well yeah but it doesn't it doesn't translate well and that's the sad thing about it about the word fear because fear is always known as a false evidence that appears real god is not a fear god god is a respect god so um i like that translation niv in a re reader's version said that now the niv version itself says fear but the, in a new, in a, the new international reader's version says respect and so does the New Century Version too as well. It says, I know that everything God does will continue forever. People cannot add anything to what God has done. And they cannot take away from what God has done. God does it this way to make people respect him. It's really not making you respect him. You should, it should be, you should respect him. And he should earn that by what he does and the blessings and the, and the, and the, and all the stuff that he does for you. It should be re God is not a God that's going to make you do anything. God is going to open doors and make things happen so that you can see that he's real. And that you respect him. So, I'm not sure about making the New Century Version. I don't know about making people respect him. I don't, I don't think he's making you. I think he's showing you so you can, you can feel like he's there with you. Okay, here's another one. The Message Bible. This is actually pretty good. 
I have also concluded that whatever God does, the way it's going to be, always, no addition, no subtraction. God's done it, and that's it. Matter of fact, that's it. That so will quit asking questions and simply worship in holy fear. They use the word holy fear. Um, or quit asking questions. Uh, kind of, sort of, maybe not really. I don't know if that's really the right way I would put it. Uh, because I don't think quit asking questions is really what I would really describe it as. Although I know what they're meaning by it. I God wants you to ask questions. God wants you to test them. God wants you to put his put put them to the bar, pretty much. Okay, questions are always good. Asking God, I mean, you gotta tune into the God voice to be able to hear him back. And you gotta clear your mind, you gotta clear all that nonsense and junk out of your head. And then you'll get it. You'll hear it. Um, holy fear. That's kind of an oxymoron in a way to most people because they don't see fear and holy being the same thing. But I would say holy respect. Um, I would put the respect word back in there because respect is a more, a more commanding than fear. Uh, I always like to, under, like to say, you know, there's a grim side to holy. Because as much as there's a holy, it's also a haunted. So, you know, a haunting ghost spirit. There's this, 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 it just has a lot of tingling in it um, that makes things a little different, maybe a little weird. Um, I like to stand in awe of him, like, oh my goodness, he did that. That's pretty good too, as well. Um, I'm trying to think, is there anything else in here that might just be a different way of putting it? Most of it's just fear. Most of the versions I'm looking through right now is fear. Uh, the Good News Translation uses awe again. So does it, yeah. Uh, same thing with the Eagle Standard Version. Nothing really different there. Um, same thing with the Darby. Same. Nothing there different either. Okay, here we go. The, the Common English Bible says this. I know that whatever God does will last forever. It's impossible to add to it or take away from it. It really is. It is really impossible to add or take away from what God has already done. It's done. The Bible is written. This is the Bible. Can't take or leave it. Prayer, same thing. You can't take or, or, or add to what God has already done. Impossible. God has done this so that people are uh, reverent before him. Reverent, same thing. Respect, or the word fear, same idea. Um, really good. Um, ooh, this is a lot of one. This is the Whitecliff one. It's really pretty. I have learned that all the works that God made last steadfastly upon without end. Um... We may not add anything to those works, neither take away from those things which God made, that he has dreaded, hmm, which God made, so that he be feared, so that he be revered. So they use three different words in there. Dreaded. God made that he be dreaded. I don't know if that's... It's going back in the line of fear again. I, 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 a different way of saying fear, dreaded. I don't know if that's really the right word for that. Uh, and then they put into the parentheses, which God made so that he be feared, so that he be revered. 
So there's a lot of different ways that can be interpreted. Um, again, I go back to the whole respect thing because again, that's just a lot of words for one word that should be in there. Um, and that's really about it. So my point to you is in this in this thing, okay, in this message today, is that I know that whatever God does endures forever. Remember that endures forever. It won't go away. It won't fade. Nothing can be added or subtracted from it, or taken from it. Remember that, okay. And that God does it to the men, so, so they can, they, so they respect Him, so they understand that God is to be respected and loved. So do the things you do out of the glory of the Lord, for the glory of the Lord, and He will definitely reward you for it. Um, under, unbelievable, unbelievable, really good message today, really good message. Um, just love God. Don't try to add. Don't try to take away. Just love him for his 66 reasons why you should. Okay? And just be easy with it. It really is. He's to be respected. But he's also to be loved. Very good message. Um, let's go into prayer. Father, we thank you. We thank you for a fantastic message. We thank you for revealing to our eyes and revealing to our ears and to our spirits that you are God and you're to be respected nothing can be taken away nothing can be added to you do things to be respected and feared in a holy fear way and we thank you for the for that for that knowledge father I ask that everyone affected by this coronavirus worldwide nationwide citywide statewide countrywide be touched by you father you touch them and you let them know that you're there for them. Comfort them. Heal them. Bring joy to them in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you. And those who are listening to this message today, fantastic, God, Father. Thank you for the ears. Thank you for the knowledge and other things that are going on in their spirits. And I ask you to bless them as well in their path today, whether it's morning, afternoon, or evening, that they get blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we're into the weekend. I hope you guys enjoy your weekend. Um, stay hydrated if you're in a hot place like Las Vegas. Uh, and just remember, God loves you. Jesus is there for you and the Holy Spirit wants to work in you. That's the bottom line of all this. And once you have that, you have everything you need. So, like I say every time, fear God, respect Him. Follow Jesus, His example, and let the Holy Spirit flow. Let the blessings come through you and help people and create miracles and let God use you in the best way possible so that you could do it the glory of God and God could bless you and your family. It's just a beautiful thing to have. Until next time. Until next time. And until next time. Jesus. Strong. Yeah, man. Look at the drop. 
until it's over with We'll never stop, we'll never quit We'll never drop until the set is finished We'll never stop, we'll never quit We'll never drop until it's over with We'll never stop, we'll never quit We'll never drop until the set is finished yeah. Yeah. Thought that was it, right?